This is The Audacious Career, a podcast and community for those of us who want more than just a job. I'm your host, Janelle Abrahami. I'm talking to folks who have made bold career moves and sharing insights and actionable takeaways from my decade of HR and career coaching experience to help you create a career that feels meaningful and meant for you. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to The Audacious Career. I'm Janelle Ibrahimi and this is episode 10. We have a solo episode today, so we are going to start off as usual with a highlight and a low light. I like to include the highlights and lowlights at the beginning of my solo episodes to give you a realistic preview of what life has been like since making my own pretty big career pivot from years in corporate HR to independent career coaching over the past year. This week though, I'm going to start with my low light. Low light from the past week was that I recently applied for a pretty cool opportunity to partner with a company that I love, respect, and use all the time. And this opportunity would have given uh, me the chance to spread my career coaching ethos and my passion for building an audacious career with a much larger audience. Would have connected connected me with a lot more like-minded individuals, folks who could benefit from the work that I'm doing. And alas, I found out this week that it didn't work out. I was bummed at first when I got that rejection email, but honestly, after that, I didn't even really think about it because of my highlight from the past week, which was a few other opportunities came up that I hadn't even thought about, but instead invitations were extended to me to lead other kinds of conversations, lead other kinds of public conversations about career development, lead workshops, moderate conversations, um, a few of those came on my radar and were extended to me and they feel totally aligned with what I love to talk about and teach and coach people on. So that was really exciting and honestly a great reminder that for every opportunity that doesn't work out for you, it's really just creating space for a different opportunity that's perfect for you. So let's keep on going. Let's keep doing what we're doing and keep the faith that our right opportunities are right around the corner. Today, for today's episode, I'm actually responding to a listener question. A listener wrote in with a really intriguing, provocative question. She asks, I'm someone who is quote unquote anti-career. I go through seasons of trying things to meet my emotional and financial goals at the time, so I didn't think I would find value in your mission. I obviously was wrong, but I wonder if you have anything to say about how to stay motivated in a capitalistic society when all I want to do is live, not work. Such a fantastic question. I am so, so grateful for this listener for even taking time to write this question in in the first place because... Even if you are like me and achievement-oriented, goal-oriented, have grown up, you know, always needing to achieve, being that almost like former gold star student, there are always still days when I am asking myself, like, what is this all for? What, what, what am I doing here? Why am I doing all of this? This question really, really resonates with me. And it got me thinking a lot about how we ascribe meaning to what we do. 
I definitely feel this on some level. Pretty sure everyone listening to this does as well. And I will be the first to say right up front that I am not going to pretend to know the universal answer to our deeply capitalistic society and the ways that we work that have come down from patriarchal systems. That's something that I am deeply, deeply, deeply curious about and think that it's part of my responsibility as a career coach, as someone who is advising and guiding people on building careers to really understand how we have arrived at the global structures of work that we're in. But that is not what this episode is digging into. Uh, Definitely future episodes will touch on this, something that I am taking upon myself to learn deeply and understand and unpack. But for today, what I can offer is my own approach to finding a deeper meaning in my work. So I see there being this formula or equation for meaningful work. For this episode, let's just settle on the word equation to make things easier and for consistency going forward. It's an equation that I've used for myself, that I've helped folks who work with me one-on-one or in groups customize for their own work situations. And ultimately, it's one that does not drive us to work harder at the expense of our physical or mental health. It's an equation or an approach that does not uh, shame us into working along stereotypes like the only way to do meaningful work is to do what you love because sometimes that's just not our reality. I'm going to call this the meaningful work equation. Maybe I'll trademark it by Janelle Abrahami. (laughs) And so the meaningful work equation goes like this. And before I get into it, one quick caveat, I am not a math gal, I am a psychology gal. So it's a very, very simple addition equation. And it is growth plus community plus service equals meaningful work. So we've got three variables here, growth, community, and service. And each of them will ebb and flow, right? You'll never be Uh, at equal levels of growth, community, and service at all times throughout your career. But there are questions and kind of filters or, or checkpoints that you can ask yourself throughout your career journey to understand your opportunity for growth, for community, and to be of service that can help you determine your feeling of meaning or to help you establish a feeling of meaning around the work that you do. So let's break down each of these three variables and the opportunity for each in your work. Starting with growth, first variable here, ask yourself these questions to determine your opportunity for growth in your current or a future work situation. Are you gaining new skills? Just straight up off the bat, are you developing new skills, ones that are either useful or enjoyable for you? And I know that the word useful can kind of in this context, be subject to a capitalistic definition. For But for our purposes, let's just say skills that are useful in the trajectory that you want to follow for your career or skills that you just genuinely enjoy using at work. Are you developing those skills? That's growth. Are you being asked to rethink your existing beliefs about yourself or your beliefs about other people? That's growth. Are you finding new healthy ways to handle conflict, to handle disappointment, competition, and traditional ideas of failure? That's growth. In your current work situation, are you learning more about your own definitions of purpose, satisfaction, and joy? That is growth. All of those questions or filters are ways to 
think about or examine the opportunities for growth that you have in your current situation. And growth is a huge part of finding meaning in your work. The second variable that uh, goes into the meaningful work equation is community. So ask yourself some of these questions to determine your opportunity to form or feel a sense of community at work. Ask yourself, are you working within an environment that is inspiring, uplifting, healthy, and in integrity with your values and personal beliefs? That's a part of feeling a community. Ask yourself, are you helping to create or establish that environment for other people? Are you actively creating and cultivating that feeling of community? Are you becoming more conscious as an advocate for other people, either as their manager or their colleague? Are you advocating on behalf of other people? That's building community and that is fostering your, your sense of meaning in your work. And finally, service, being of service. Ask yourself these questions to determine your opportunity to be of service or feel connected to a feeling of service in your current or future work opportunities. How do your clients, customers, and cross-functional partners benefit from the work that you do? How are they benefiting from what you do? And then to take it a step further, how does your work help them benefit others? So what is the kind of like skip level benefit of your work? Ask yourself, how does your family, how do your loved ones, how do your dependents benefit from your work or just from the fact that you are working? And then take that a step further. How does the fact that you're working or the actual work that, that you do help your family, loved ones, and dependents help other people in turn? Is there a skip level benefit to those connections? That's the, the extended feeling of service. That's the global feeling of service. So again, it's very highly unlikely that all three variables in this meaningful work equation, growth, community, and service will all be equal at, at all times. There will definitely be ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys, but that is kind of just another piece of evidence of the seasons of life that this listener was asking about in the first place. If you can pinpoint one factor, one variable in this equation that feels really alive that feels really robust for you and then another that feels less so that feels lacking that's really good information for you to have because with that information you're in a much better position to create some balance or pursue a more balanced uh dare i say equation for yourself and part of pursuing more balance might actually just mean finding a new job that has balance more innately ingrained into that situation so that is the meaningful work equation. I'll leave you with one other way to approach motivation and meaning because this listener question that we're answering here really was about how to stay motivated in a capitalistic society when all you want to do is live and not work. And when you just got to work, sometimes you need to find that one thing that will keep you motivated. I'm going to tell you a story that illustrates one way to do this. A couple of years ago, I was working at Stitch Fix, which is an online retail company and digital styling service back in San Francisco. I was the learning and development program manager, so I was leading employee development workshops and helping employees feel really great about the work that they were doing and the growth in their careers. Part of my responsibility as the learning and development program manager was to onboard every single new hire in our corporate office. 
part of that onboarding experience was bringing them down to our warehouse in South San Francisco. And at this warehouse was where all of the client boxes were packed, picked, shipped, sent out, uh, returned, all of those things. And it was there that I really understood how integral the warehouses were to our core product and our, our client promise, what we were delivering to our clients. The warehouse associates that worked there worked very non-traditional hours, longer shifts, were moving on their feet for most of their shifts, picking clothing, packing boxes on conveyor belts, unloading container trucks, everything under the sun. And on a tour of the warehouse during one of our uh, employee onboarding sessions, one of our managers came down with us and asked one of the warehouse associates, how do you stay connected to the work? on such busy days when box after box is just passing you by on this conveyor belt. And the warehouse associate said something like, I read the name of the client on the box that I'm packing in front of me, that this is being shipped to. And when I need to place the package slip inside the box and steal it up with our logo sticker, I say out loud, this is for you, Susan. I hope you love it. And I say this for every single box I pack for every single client. This is for you, John. This is for you, Mary. This is for you, Mackenzie. Says that out loud. That's just another really beautiful way that I've heard to stay motivated and connected to what you're actually doing this for and, and who's actually benefiting from the literal work that you are putting in right now. I hope you can find a way to apply this to your own work situation. If this resonates with you, why don't you leave a, a five-star rating or a really quick review wherever you are listening to this podcast? That would really mean the world to me and would reinforce the meaning that I derive from doing this work. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. As always, thank you for listening to The Audacious Career. If this episode resonated with you, please take 15 seconds to rate and review the podcast. It really, really means the world. Connect with me over at Janelle Abrahami on Instagram and at The Audacious Career. And remember, you are entirely up to you.